welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl. Howdy, my rowdies, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl, man. For all the guys and gals out there just joined us, far out, man. Can't believe you found it. Don't know how you found it. Glad you did. Stick around, man. I think you'll enjoy it. For all my boys and girls out there that's been with me the whole time, you know I love you. Uh, Chad and Mark. Yeah, that's it. And Brett. Yeah, that's the three people, I think. No, no, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, somebody's listening, man, because uh, by the looks of these charts, man, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. You know, the other day I looked and, and we're standing on Apple Podcasts at like 55 all time under stand up in the U.S. I don't know if it's just Brett, <laughs> if it's just Brett and, and Chad and Mark just turn on Apple Podcasts before they go to bed and just letting it stream all night. I don't I, what, what are you guys doing out there, man? Is it, is America listening to this podcast about Nashville comedians? Wow. <laughs> Whatever the case is, man. You know, it, it's it's mind-boggling. I appreciate it, man. We're just going to keep churning them out, dude. Uh hope you guys are having a good week, man. Happy Friday, by the way. Yeah, I've, I've had a fun week, you know, same old, same old, just out there trying to push, you know, trying to hit mics and, uh, you know, trying to book upcoming shows, uh, both as stand up and then putting on my own comedy shows, uh, which has been fun, man. And hey, shout out to the Nashville comedy scene again, man, because I, I see all you boys and girls out there putting on your own shows, making your own opportunities and creating opportunity for others, uh, Far out, man. Just keep doing it because it's great. It's going to help nothing but help the scene grow. So there you go. I haven't done this before. I just thought about this. But since you guys are listening to a podcast and you may not know that uh, a lot of these other comics have their own podcast here in Nashville. And so I think from time to time, I'll just uh, give a shout out to them. Uh, this week, uh, shout out to the Food Court Movie Podcast. All right. Food Court Movie Podcast. They're on all the things. Uh, it's put on by good friends, Sean Parrott from comedy, John Burr, uh, just a friend of comedy, not just a friend. He's, he's a great dude, but those two have been putting on this uh, podcast for a long time, man. I think they're like 141 episodes right now. So, uh, well seasoned, you know, cause they're very old, but, uh, recently they hooked up with uh, another friend of ours, uh, Michael Hampton. So the three of them have been turned out. Uh, weekly movie updates or updates, weekly movie, uh, reviews. And, uh, they've been doing it live on Twitch on Sundays. So if you want to check out the live stream there, uh, it should be far out. And then a few days later, they, uh, pump it out, you know, audio only on all the platforms. So shout out to Food Court Movie Podcast. All right, baby. Before, uh, we get into special guest, uh, I want to give my own commercial. As we know, I don't, have commercials here, don't have paid sponsors. So uh, here's a commercial from CR3. Ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, July 24th, at the Underdog, I myself, CR3, presents Comedy at the Underdog All-Star Show. Uh, we got a hot lineup. Uh, we're going to feature Will Abels, Kayla Evans, Willie Jemison, Sean Parrott, Evan Norman, and the headliner... Mr. Chad Ryden. That's right. Chad Ryden. And it's a free show. And all we ask for is donations 
at the door for comics and also donations for NashvilleStandUp.com. So, you know, there's nothing to lose. Come on out and have a good time, and we'll see you Saturday at 7.30. Boom. Commercial over. All right, guys. Uh, my guest this week is Matt Taylor, man. Matt has been around for, hmm, for a while. I think he's been around for a while, like 2016, 17, somewhere in there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've just seen this guy get better and better. He's always pushing himself. He's writing. And, uh, to be honest, dude, he, he probably has more shows going on, independent shows in town that he's putting on than, than anybody, I think. He might be the most visible, uh, independent guy out there. So, uh, shout out to Matt for that, man. Uh, creating his own opportunities. Good grief. I don't say I has the energy, dude. I have one. I'm like wiped or two. He's got like 15 or something. <laughs> but anyway, man, it's like he's had me on, on his, his show that he co-hosts with, uh, Nick Bush at Liquid Smoke called Smokes and Jokes, man. That's just one of the shows. And that is a hot monthly showcase, man. I can tell you from experience. So, uh, follow Matt Taylor, man, and keep up with that dude. What follows is a fun conversation between uh, two comics trying to figure it out, man. And this is another live open air podcast from uh, Village Pub here in East Nashville. So check it out. Uh, Matt's a good dude. Think you'll like it. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Matt Taylor. Y'all ever been so broke that even homeless people try to avoid you? <laughs> Someone sit in traffic on the way down here, and as soon as we made eye contact, he just looked straight ahead, rolled up his window, and locked his door. Yeah. Crazy part was, he didn't even have a car. Yeah. He's had a random car door. Yeah. But I get it, buddy. Message received. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm broke, man, but I don't really want to be like super rich, you know? I just want to be wealthy enough that when I pump gas, I don't feel the need to shrink it out again, you know? That's a broke move. Stroll on over to the local Goodwill and found one there for five. 
that. That's a deal. I'll take it. Now, I'm being honest. It wasn't exactly a tickle me elbow. It was a knockoff version called Fondle Me Friend. Yeah. There were some differences. His fur wasn't red. It's like this weird beige color. It smelled like Paul Malls and cheap bourbon. He still laughed when you tickled him. Yeah. It was just like way more creepy than it was. He'd just be like, <laughs> touch me there again. Yeah. Basically, this Freddy character never actually lived on Sesame Street, but he definitely drove down it. In a windowless van. With free candy written on the side. You gotta see where I'm going with this. Like if you were to ask him how to get how to get to Sesame Street, he would just say, yeah. Hop in. What's going on, man? What's up, dude? <laughs> I think we're okay. Except yeah. for the sun behind us. Oh, uh, we're baking out here. Dude, for right. those that don't know, Carl decided to have this podcast <laughs> in the heat of the summer outside. <laughs> Uh, with an umbrella that is going to be covering us for about another. Oh, there it goes. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, I mean, looking, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this is a nice, brisk 95 degrees. You know? Oh, yeah, it's a really, honestly, it's a very cool 112. <laughs> it's got a nice uh, 97 degree breeze. I don't know why I decided to do this outside of anything. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. I like it. Like, you can pick up the construction and the train. And like other other people's conversations, you know, which would be oh, fun. Yeah, yeah so, uh, for sure. It's a dog barking. It's be great. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's a real. <laughs> this is real. This is like this is life. You know. Yeah. You can hide behind the four walls of a podcast studio, or you can go out and do it in real life. Yeah, with no air conditioning. No air conditioning. We don't need that. No, that's fine. I mean, I could use the weight loss. And we're going to comedy bar after this, so like we'll yes, be nice sir. and sweaty. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, and all that deodorant I put on. It's worth it. baby. <laughs> Do you use natural deodorant? I, I look like I would, right? No. You look like you I make don't. deodorant. I <laughs> no, dude, I've, for years I've always been an old spice guy. I mean, yeah. And I know it's not good for you. They got like the hard. I don't care. Stuff. I had to go back. I used natural deodorant. It would wear off literally in probably like two hours. Yeah. And I would smell worse than before I put it on. Yeah. So I finally had to go back to old spice. You know? Sure, it's got aluminum and. Insecticide in it, but I don't care. It's the best. It's armpits, you know? It's the best. I remember when I first started using it uh, in college. I'm a little older than you are, but like, uh, it just, I don't know if you experienced this when I first started using Old Spice. It like burned, like yeah. left big, like red marks on, on no, the No, it didn't do that to me. I probably would have quit. I fought through it. I was like, 
No, it smells good. I'm going to keep it. It smells so good. It means this works. I mean, I can't put my arms down, but it smells so good. (laughs) I fought through it. And like, now I'm just, I guess I had to make my body used to all the poison. I got freaking herpes under my armpits, but it's worth it. (laughs) Smell it. Mm -hmm. Smells fresh. Heck yeah, dude. (laughs) Deodorant. You should have a plug for Old Spice on there after that. Oh, yeah. What was that? Uh, the two ferns, right? It's the right guard that he uses, right? That comes down. Oh, yeah. Galphanakis. Yeah, well, I should have a deodorant plug. You should. I mean, it should be Old Spice. I mean, you basically just said that they gave you skin cancer and you still push through it. That's and all how I good want, the product is. All I want is a, is a corporate sponsor. You know what That's I mean? all you need. Yeah, just give me a free bar of deodorant. Yeah, and then you can do the podcast uh, inside. And just say, like, <laughs> yeah. When you get a corporate sponsor, you have money to do it inside. Oh, wow. Nice. Then I wouldn't even need deodorant, though. Right? You can Perfect. stink as much as you want. <laughs> Full circle. Sponsored by Old Spice. Everybody's like, he smells horrible. <laughs> he smells terrible, man. I mean, is that their new onion line? Because he is cutting. <laughs> it's not Old Spice, it's just old. <laughs> you smell old. <laughs> it's spice. It's just not the spice you want to smell. <laughs> Hell yeah. What a beautiful day, though. Yeah. You get outside a bunch? I try to. Do you? Yeah. Play a lot of golf. Ah, okay. That's the only reason I got into comedy. So I just want to become famous enough to play in celebrity golf tournaments. Oh, okay. Who are you playing with now? Any celebrities? Any local no, celebrities? No. Play with a dude named Craig. <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> That's a start. Yeah. Unless you got somebody to go with. I mean, my brother just won the seventh flight of the local country club tour. Really? So I guess you could say it's kind of a big deal. Okay. I don't know what that means. Me either. Yeah. I don't know what golf means. I've never played golf. I played yeah, They used golf. to say that it meant uh, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Ooh. I don't know. Somebody have to fact check that. I don't okay. know if that's true or not. Though. I hope that's true. But uh, <laughs> I see a lot of women on the course, so I don't know. <laughs> Times are changing. Wow, okay. Do they have to wear uh, the silly pants and stuff, too? Yeah, no, they have to wear a fake beard so they can get away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. All right. So, you ready to get down and dirty with it? Yeah, man, that's nitty-gritty. All right, man, well, you know how this works. Let's backtrack. Can I start the intro? If you want to. All right. It's uh, Badum Ching with Carl. It is. Howdy, Rem. Howdy, my rowdies. This is the Badum Ching with Carl. There All, it right. Is. All right. This would be you if you were a Cajun Vietnam vet. Ah, uh, why Cajun though? You'll see. <laughs> Howdy, my rowdies. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, my rowdies. Then here come. Well, no. Look at Dungeon. Dude, that would have sounded like me if I'd have kept smoking menthol. Oh, yeah. This, that would have sounded like you if you used natural deodorant. Oh, that's what it does. It would have yeah. seeped into your pores. Yeah, that's right. You come full on Cajun. What was it? Cajun. Vietnam vet. vet, yeah. Vietnam vet. Very specific. Like, Howdy, my rowdies. Somebody's in the bushes. <laughs> My name's Charlie. I mean, Carl. <laughs> All right, well, no. That's weird. Sorry. No, it should be weird. I mean, we're outside. And I, it's heat strokes what it is. Yeah. I get it. I'm so sorry. So you put the intro in at the end. 
You mean right. to do it? Like you get done and then you put the I plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I plug it in separate. So That's like tight. In air conditioned room, I'll probably do it. Should, I think you should do it as the train's going by and see if it picks it up. And just do the train. That'll be the intro. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. do it in the worst, <laughs> the loudest places. Do like yeah. construction scenes. It just doesn't pick up your intro at all. You just, <laughs> You're just kind of in the background. The jackhammer in the background. <laughs> you had a bowling alley. You know, just like, what <laughs> Where is, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's recording in gentrification. <laughs> You're trying to be diverse, you know what I'm saying? Like, just trying to get out there, be a man of the people. Yeah, know? man. You got to. Somebody's got us to, right? Yeah. I don't know. Where All do you right. get your glasses? Oh, sorry. We'll get oh, where do I get my glasses? Yeah. Uh, look east. There's a plug. Oh, he actually looked. You looked east. I did point that way. Is that east? I don't know. I don't know. But We're it, in uh, east. It, it Nashville, is, right? It, we are. But it's called Look East, and it actually is that way. I don't know if that's that's Dude, east. What if that is east? Wow, then like maybe I'm a war. I might that. have a compass on. You know what? That's fine. Gotta, gotta, Are those prescription? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check them out, man. They're thick. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, you're blind as shit. Dude, it always happened. Really? Yeah. Since I got, I got my first pair when I was two. 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 Yeah. My mom cried. She said. Can't get LASIK. You just uh, don't have twenty thousand dollars for well, it. Well, that's that's part of it, and then and now I hear like my friends that yep. have gotten LASIK, yep. they end up having to wear glasses again eventually. Anyway, so what's the racket? You know, well, yeah, I like to wear glasses since thirteen, fourteen. Okay, middle school. How'd you know you had to start wearing? I couldn't see the projector. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. In the classroom, mm-hmm. yeah, blind. Not that blind. I can see how thick yours are. <laughs> Jeez, what is your prescription? I can't remember. It's negative it's thousands. Something. Yeah, negative I think so. Thousands. Yeah, it's something crazy like that. Wow. Yeah. It's so to the point where like the eye doctor's like, well, you know, maybe maybe soon. It's like not not now, but maybe soon we can look at bifocals. We're like, no, I'll never look at that. But maybe soon we can look at binoculars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather have a pair of binoculars. have like the night vision goggles, but they're binoculars. <laughs> yeah. You just wear like a helmet for your glasses. <laughs> that would be awesome. Looking like cyborg, you know. You, you could like, be covert, Carl. <laughs> you go on stage, combat, Carl. Combat, Carl. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but now yeah. you always have really dope ass uh, glasses. So. Oh, thanks, man. I don't know if they're always the same ones, but uh, there for a while I was mixing mixing stuff up. Now I'm just down to one pair. Yeah. Uh, when I had a. a I was trying to get fancy. I had like three pair and then like uh, found that was a bad idea at the same time because uh, my eyes changed pretty frequently. So all that money oh, I threw down on three yeah. pair at once was like, oh, okay. But have they evened out now? Kind of. You know, it, it, it's still like uh, changes slightly, you know. What's the, you get the tent on there? Mm-hmm. Does that look different? Like, yeah, I think so. See red. I used to think I don't. It, everything just kind of. Uh, you sure? This has a nice haze to it. Like the, you're wearing a purple shirt. It's just much more purple now. It's magenta. Sorry, you're wearing a magenta. Well, this isn't pink. This is a <laughs> fuchsia. I don't know what this is. <laughs> it is. It it's might be. Color. Yeah. But oh yeah, when I, when I first started wearing blue glass, blue tint, I thought it was going to mess with my uh, rods and cones and stuff. And I was like. This can't be good to wear all the time. I don't know. With your rods and... Co- oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's like... You think it's going to like mess it up? Yeah, I don't know. Nobody ever said it would. I found out... Uh, 
three years ago that I have retinitis pigmentosa, which is where your rods and cones uh, die. Oh. Yeah. Was it like a a macular degeneration? Kind of, something like that. Like, I go blind real slow. Yeah. I could be blind in like 10 years or like 40 years. Oh, they don't know. There's no... It's just... So it progresses coming. either slower. However, jeez, it's weird. Like the blind spots that I have in my eyes are really slow progressing. I mean, like they're there. But mm-hmm. There's like one spot on each side. I have a friend that uh, has some very uh, bizarre eye disease, and like he can barely see anything at this point. You know, Might he's had he's, had he's had surgery. No, actually, he he told me ironically, it's called best disease. Best, best sounds like, like the worst. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like now he can hardly see anything, but he's so independent. Like he's like, no, I'm fine. He gets around. You know, it, it's gonna be me, dude. I'm already thinking of like blind jokes. Like if I go blind, I'm gonna get up on stage and just like tell jokes to the wrong direction. <laughs> For sure. And then when the crowd laughs, I'll just like look in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know what you guys are thinking. This dude's always wearing sunglasses. He must be so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a hack blind comic. Can't Good. Wait. Good. We need more of those, you know, I think. There's, I got to have a shtick, dude, you know? Mm. You should just start, you should start doing the character that's blind. I'll be a, I'll be the non-binary blind comic, dude. That'll smash every checkbox I need. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll get like get 80 gigs a month, you know? Dude, Netflix special just on that alone. <laughs> Maybe you can get that deodorant. Uh, I'll get an Old Spice yeah. sponsorship for sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe the... Uh, I know, I'll get like a Mitchell's deodorant sponsor. Is it Mitchell's or Mitch's? Mitch's. Mitch's. Yeah, that's the hippie one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like, won't know what deodorant you'll be blind. Using anyway. You I'll be know. blind. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have a sense of smell either. It smells like Old Spice. <laughs> it's just like, no, it's uh, Sam's Choice. It it's smells okay. like native. <laughs> They're starting to have those too, like those yeah. like timber and like Wolverine. Yeah, like when like, do they want everything to suddenly smell like a forest fire? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like cedar, applewood, bacon. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Dude, I don't want to smell like lunch. <laughs> exactly. It's breakfast time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm hungry as shit. I just put this deodorant on. I'm starving. You start like, licking my armpits. You're on a date. You're like, are you horny? No, I'm hungry. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, sorry. It also smells like onions because it's natural deodorant. It smells like an egg scramble. Natural it's like, scent. It smells yeah. like Waffle House. That, sounds that would good, be nice. Actually. Yeah, I love we both like flip on Waffle House. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so your sponsorship. A, Dude, you got a Waffle House Good sponsorship? Lord. Yeah. And I can just podcast freely at Waffle Houses. Right? All right, man. Yeah. Let's go down right. this this uh, wormhole. Take us back, Matt. Like, how'd you start coming out and start doing stand-up? Okay, so here's an interesting... I'll start when I wanted to start. Because I didn't start till I was 30. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start at 22. I went to Spanky's, which you've heard about yep. in the other podcast. Yeah, and I was gonna—I'd signed up, and the person before me 
or two people before me just started like roasting the absolute shit out of me on stage mm-hmm. all the way to the point that I was just like I'm not gonna do it and like it just I don't know I got scared like after getting roasted that hard I was like alright I don't wanna do this I remember Monty was one of the I think Monty yeah was one of the comics that was up that night okay uh, and then I didn't come back to stand up for like eight years so yeah, it just that, me much. Out, dude. that that dude wow. went in on me. I don't even remember who that guy was, but wow, probably not even around anymore. No, it was Nate Bargetti, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dusty Slay. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah. So it just thwarted me from getting on stage. So I was already like nervous as hell, and I was like, oh, I can't do it now. I can't do it now. Yeah. Uh, and Spanky's was, I think at that point, like notoriously known for being like a hard place to perform, or it could be. Mm-hmm. And then, so eight years later, I do my first mic at the East Room. And it well, was the first mic. Back yeah, yeah, it was 30s. the East Room. Wow. And it was the last time that Brad hosted. Very cool. Yeah. He never came back up after that. Wow. So it was the last Brad. Yeah, it was the last time he hosted the East Did they make an announcement or anything saying, I'm not coming back? No. Wow. No. And I remember my first time. (laughs) Just so stupid. I did well. Everybody does well their first time because it's so prepped out. And uh, I remember getting off stage and I was like, was that your first first time? And in my head I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was my first time. Uh Oh, good job. And, you know, at that time, I was like, I did so good, you know, like, but really, he was just like, oh, I can tell it's your first time. Uh, Thanks for coming out. Uh, oh, shit. But <laughs> I remember that time, I was like, I'm, I'm in. Uh, and then I did well my second time, and then I bombed at D's. Did you ever go to D's? No, that mic. Oh, I heard how that mic ended. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you had Brad or Nick on to tell that story? Yeah, I've, I've had Brad on, but he didn't mention it. I haven't had Nick yet, so maybe uh, it could be an interesting conversation. Yeah, that was a wild night. I think Matt Boyd got punched in the head there. I'll lean up to it, but these was... it's uh, It was the hardest mic. Wow, they just, tough, they just didn't want, want us there. Nah, they just didn't pay attention. You know, it's yeah. really loud. I mean, if I go back and listen to my recordings, you, you hear all the noise, you know? Yeah. It's going to sound a lot like this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, it sounds right. Uh, <laughs> but so I started in, I think like late, oh yeah, I started like in December of 2017. So I've been doing like a, three and a half years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nick was the one who proposed that we start a show in Murfreesboro. Right. Did you know Nick like prior to so comedy? I was probably about four or five months in before a mutual friend was like, Hey, my friend Nick is in the comedy scene too. You got and we were all from Murfreesboro, I didn't know anybody. So she linked us up. And me and him, you know, just became friends, like, immediately. Started riding out to Nashville together and stuff. Yeah. I say, like, cause when I was coming around, you guys were, like, always paired up. You know, oh, like, yeah, Nick, dude. Nick we were Nick road dogs. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we would go do sets. We would, On the way home, we'd break it down, you know, talk about what we could prove on, what we bombed on. And that was a really good 
like starting out, I really recommend you have somebody like to at least lean on because bombing sucks. Mm. And, like when you have to take a forty-minute drive home, thirty-minute drive home, that you just took all that time to go out there just to eat shit. Like <laughs> it's it's a tough ride home alone, but like having him to ride back with was he's such a positive person you know yeah man and he's like oh you know yeah it wasn't that good but like here's the good point and he'd always like throw out good notes of what you did he's like well that was good you know and that's promising and I think that was important early on yeah because it might have been very discouraging if I was just bombing and having to go home and be like well I don't know anything about anything right then by the time you get home he's like yeah that's it I'm out yeah, like, I'm going to go to sleep, but I can't go to sleep because I'm traumatized from what just happened. I, I understand. Because D's was, man, I'm still mad. And that thing got shut down because I was like, I'm going to do well here soon. One day, I'll do well here. And I never did well at D's. <laughs> and then it shut down, and now I have to live with that. But There's still tough mics in town, you know? It's, yeah. like, it's, it's pretty wild. But I'm trying to think, like, what, the, what do you think the toughest mic in town is? The toughest mic? I love all the mics, but I think... And they all have, like, their own thing, you know, like, some of them can be tough, but I think you need tough mics because it kind of builds yeah, for sure. that lack of fear, like. Yeah, and it builds that callus, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need that. Everybody needs to experience, like, not being hated, but just being, like, dismissed or, like. Just being uncomfortable. And, yep. Because, when you're not doing well, it's like sweat starts, that light suddenly is hot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we almost got served, dude. We almost yeah. got some food. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, we should have taken it. That'd been cool, right? I've always heard that uh, Mitchell's Deli is really good. That place? Yes. Yeah. That should be a Sammy's. Great Sammy's. Yeah, yeah, Sammy's. for sure. Uh, that's popular. Actually, Louis C.K., they said uh, last time he was in town, not not recently, but last oh, time yeah. he went and got a sandwich. He exposed? Oh, he, yeah, he got a Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He, he got a sandwich. <laughs> he was like, hey, there's dick in my sandwich. And they're like, oh, no, Louis, you did it again. <laughs> That wasn't classic. on a sandwich when you got it, Louie. It's classic Louie. That's why they call it the Louie. You know, so don't you, order the Louie. <laughs> who knew the letters between C and K were just O.C.? <laughs> Louie Cock. Never order the Louie. <laughs> don't order the Louie. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, you'll get to meet him, which is cool, but he's going to be his dick in a sandwich. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the hardest mic for me, and uh, I'm not... Dog in the mic. It's just I don't do well there, and it's okay. It's twin kegs. The twin kegs are hard. I hardly ever do well there, and I'm okay yeah. with it. And like it's okay, but like I need, every time I go there, it's always like it's tough. That, hope, that hope's like man, hopefully I'll get them this time, you know. And then it's like whoop, that didn't work, you know. And it's, like, it's okay. Yeah. Whenever you go to mics that are hard. I guess, like, now I don't go into it with the same mindset that I did before. Where before I was like, I'm going to win the crowd over. I'm going to do the best I've ever done. Yeah. They're going to, you know, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. If it does, cool. It's not going to mean anything. But you can't control that. that, Yeah. Yeah. You can can be feeling that way 100% all day, like, pumped up, and then they will just (laughs) destroy you. You know? Dude, yeah. (laughs) Your hopes and your dreams. Oh, man. (laughs) I just go for cadence now. Like, if it's going to be... If I can tell it's a tough mic, I'm like, look, I'm here to get the rhythm and the pace, the wording, and the thought process of this joke out. That's all I care about. I mention this to comics a lot, um, and I'm sure you already know this, but, like, uh, one guy that I always love to watch is Renard, Renard Hirsch, because if you watch him at 
twin cakes or anything. He makes his own fun. He's having fun. Yep. He's a pro. Dude, he always Bernard's hits his cadence. Fantastic, man. He hits his cadence. He doesn't, yep. like I said, he doesn't break, but he makes his own fun. He laughs at yeah, himself. He's, he's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, he knows it's going to work. You know yeah, I mean? Bernard is. He doesn't, he doesn't hang his hat on every single mic. Yeah, and he doesn't be like, well, that didn't work. No, and he or, doesn't. Or that, he doesn't that, that's, you guys know? You, guys you don't suck. like that? Yeah. He doesn't ever, like, blame the audience. And it's, it's. That's like the only way to get a laugh on a dead night, too, like that. It's like to address Unfortunately. The, the awkwardness of the crowd. But I think what I'm, what I hate most, what I love at the same time, because it's the most funny thing about comedy, is like you said, like having it, like, you know, waking up that morning and being like, I got this new bit. <laughs> I can't wait to get on stage. It's going to rip. And then the second you go into it, you're like, oh no, this is horrible, you know? And like, you have to just eat it for like, however long you got. However long that bit is, you're like, oh my God, this is three minutes. Yeah. And it's all right. And like, as soon as I start telling it, I'm like, it's not ready. But then you just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You start trimming the fat. And it just gets better and better. And then you take it to a show and it does really well at a show, you know? There's nothing like mics or just go get your practice in, you know? A lot of, a lot of comics, uh, a lot of newer comics, uh, I think are good, which I understand, but let me rephrase that. I don't even mean newer comics. Some comics will get up and just do their tried true material like every time. Yeah. Like, that's not really the purpose of an open mic. No. You know I mean, it's good if you're working, if you have like a showcase or something coming up. And you to want to run get it in your yeah. material. Get it yeah. in. You know, that's cool. But like some people will always just do their club material and that's it. It's yeah. like you gotta write. <laughs> At least know? tag it up, make it fun. Yeah. And like again, utilize the mic for what it is, which is to work on things and yeah. try new stuff and see what works. Yeah, and take risk. I mean, take what risks. Are you doing? Yes, for sure. And like I do uh, I wish I I, I wish and they'll always be that way. Yeah, you know, some people will always just do certain things, and some I mean, people will never progress, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, they still go up and do the same set that you heard. But one thing about you, man, and I, get, and I told you this right before uh, COVID hit, even like, uh, I can tell like every week you were writing a fresh four minutes, and it was funny, and it was structured, and it was, it was laid out. And I remember uh, telling Evan, you know, like, it's like February or whatever. Right before, yes. Right before the shutdown. I was like, right, watch the Matt. Candy. Watch Matt. Every week, I've been seeing him at East Room, and you, you always had fresh material, and it was always funny. And, like, that's when I was really taking notice that, like, oh, you're you're writing, man. You're really stretching and, and doing the thing, man. I, I appreciate you saying that. It's no, funny to sure. say, because I feel like I don't write enough. Well, I mean... Maybe I did back then. Now I just say the same set at every open mic. <laughs> no, you don't. Because like I remember even seeing you at a mic recently where you said, uh, "This is Mike. I'm not going to do. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do." Oh too. yeah. You know, like I, mean? I almost like I was bombing, <laughs> or just yeah. And I was like, I could save my set, and like, in my head, I like got into like an old. I started doing crowd work, and it led into like an old bit. And I was like, dude, if I tell this joke, I'm going to hate myself. You know, like, I already know this joke works. I don't need to work this joke out. 
And the last thing I want to do is tell it in front of like a dead crowd and it just Yeah, you're, giving, it, you're giving your gold away. Yeah, giving it, yeah. Giving it away, man. I uh, mean, but what's the fun in an open mic if you're not... I mean, obviously, like, I do like... I don't do the a different joke every time because I would never really get better at that joke. But yeah, exactly. I do like to at least work in new stuff or new... Because it's what makes it fun. Working a new tag. If the tag doesn't work, cool. You already got the joke. Even if you have one thing. You know, it's like, try yes. that. You know, it's like, if everybody has bad weeks. You know, bad stretches where you, your mm-hmm. rider's block or busy or whatever. Just have one thing. Change yeah. one thing, you know. I got to get better at writing, writing. Because right now, I like, kind of so keep busy. it in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I know that's not an excuse, but like, uh, this is a weird segue again, but like, not really weird, but did like, we are talking earlier, and I had to say again, another compliment. And I see you like you have like eighty shows going on right now, though. Like you host all over town, so many diverse things like clubs, breweries, you know, bars. Man, like yeah. it's always if it. Well, I'm also like very over half the time you see a show it says hosted by Matt Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. The hoistest with the moistest, exactly. And it's yeah. what Connor Larson was doing like three years. Ago. Yep, you know what I mean. And like, and now, I mean, I have him, Chance, and Ben. To thank uh, for like Comedy Bar because when they were, you know, leaving, you know, like Chance was getting Zanies a lot more. Yeah. Uh, same with Connor, and now Connor's on tour with freaking Rodney. Yeah. He almost said Dangerfield. RIP. RIP to the goat. Uh, <laughs> Rodney Carrington, you know, like, and they were kind enough, I think, you know, to suggest me to take their spots in like the showcase. So then I took over that. The pandemic hit. Nobody wanted to do it. Right. But they wanted to stay open. So I just kept. And I got COVID early on. So oh, I wow. kind of lucked okay. up with that. Good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm the reason it got hit in the comedy community. But uh, okay. I didn't know at the time. But. Uh, How were those shows doing? The horrible. Like, <laughs> So bad. Yeah, you you're looking like, down too, like they can't see you, but you're just like such a weird time. Well, they were outdoors, yeah. and then the outdoors ones got good. Then they brought it back indoors. People did not want to come inside sure. yet. So I mean, you'd have like one, two, three, or four tables tops. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're looking like a crowd of like either two top tables to so like eight people. Yeah, and just spread out. It was just like. But, you know, you just keep in it. And the thing is, like, when you do well in that room, which Comedy Bar can be a very challenging uh, club. Mm. I don't think it's easy because, I mean, you get all these tourists coming from Broadway that are like, look, we could be doing anything else right now, so you need to be funny. Yeah. It's like they're... Whereas if you go to other clubs, you know, the further away you get from, like, the scenic attraction of downtown the more they are there strictly for comedy. I think for some reason, being so close to the, to the strip, in the back of their head, you know, it's like, I can be going to do this right now, so yeah. you need to make sure that you're funny. Yeah, you better be funny. You need to entertain me. And it just, it's tough. I mean, but I think doing that room for so long and continuing to do it, like, I love that club. Like, when it's fun, it is fun. I agree. You know, like, just from doing mics, there. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. like, when it pops off, dude, it's so easy. 
you know it's, oh it's, man it's almost like like it's too easy it's like wow you know it's like yeah. very, when people are very giving because everybody's so best. close and like it's so such a like small environment right there mm-hmm. so like when everybody's linked in in the crowd together like it's just yeah it's like working on cheat mode yeah but when they aren't there for it it's like they all aren't there for yeah. it there's normally like one table it's like ah, ah I love it every minute <laughs> but doing that and working through like the pandemic and you know I kind of I feel like I caught a lot of shit for that just like subliminally mm-hmm. you know you see a lot of other people just be like I can't believe you know, comics are doing this during this time, and I get it. You know, teach their own. Like, if you want to stay in, and but again, like, teach their own, and like, yeah. you're not making them come out. Nah, I mean, no, no. and like, you're not judging them for not coming out. No. So, yeah, like, it's a weird time for everybody. Everybody had to make the right decision for themselves. Yeah, I mean? like, so a lot of people dropped out, but then you see, like, a lot of people. You know, come back in and expect their place to be above people that, you know, kind of busted their ass during the pandemic. You know, like, there's new comics that came in and now they're doing well and they're working hard. And, you know, you know, now that they make me, or not make me, but let me uh, book the showcase, like, I have to pay attention to things like that. And then, of course, you know, we've got the show in Murfreesboro or the shows. So, like, I see that, you know, like, I see a lot of comics that are out there working hard, and then I still see comics, even after this pandemic, everything's wide open, that only want to come, or only want book shows, you know? Like, yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to grind. They yeah, just want, like, they want, they want bro, the benefits. for, like, a year. They want the benefits, but they don't want to work for it. Yeah, it's like, just come, and it's not even that hard, like, if you've already been established, like, come on, like, just come get some reps in just to get it back under your wings, yeah. and absolutely, because... Like, but like, just, like Schwarzenegger never asked to be on Mr. Olympia. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. without busting his ass. Yeah, like, took a year off. Yeah, and be like, hey, man, put steroids. me on this year. Yeah, yeah. Put like, me on this year. You shot nothing in your ass in a year. <laughs> just been but, eating jello, though. It's like, I pay attention to the people that work hard. You work hard. You work on your craft. I mean, you're constantly writing. You're constantly, at this point, producing. I mean, you well, made yourself. Because people like y'all that show me how to do you know it's like that it's attainable like you and Chan or you and Connor and, and like Chad you know Chad Ryden's yeah. like hey man he told me a while back it's like if you don't feel like you're getting opportunities make your own opportunities because that creates opportunities for you and for that other is. people and, and that's advice the best that Rick advice Roberts ever. gave me very early on yeah and that's great solid advice you yeah, know so all I'm doing is what I see y'all do I was like all I can do it too you know the cool thing about producing shows is it's not really the reason I don't think it's the reason that people go into it but it ends up being like a uh, like an outlet to getting other shows. Like I book all you know, I book smokes and jokes, comedy by the pint, comedy by the creek. Really went really went outside for yeah. names there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Now we're doing comedy by the ditch. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. comedy by the bush. Comedy by the bush. With comedy at, bush. comedy by the outside. <laughs> Coming back at the construction zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's almost like this, uh, I don't know, like you build connection with the comics. If you have a good show, like Smokes and Jokes is killer show. Honestly, yeah, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Not just saying that because I produce it, it's just the crowd there is so organic at this point. Like we didn't. 
bring in people that didn't want to come. Like those got weeded out in the three years that we've had it almost. Yeah, now. I was so, say, like I, I started seeing it. It's the same people. I came and, and did a, a bucket spot in January of nineteen, and even then it was like good. But mm-hmm. when you yeah. had me back a few months ago, or a month ago, or whatever, what month is anyway? Uh, Pat, dude, just yeah. crazy energy. And it's you know not I mean? even a big room, so it's easy to fill out. The people are really there for the comedy. They're not there just to like get hammered and not. Sometimes they don't pay attention, but that's when I go get Nick because I can't tell them. You know, <laughs> if I try to tell them to shut up, they'll yeah. shut me up. They'll shut you up pretty fast. They're like, but, shut up, nerd. <laughs> but yeah, like you bring other comics like this huge, this very fun experience, and you know, like it's the same like. If I go and have a great show somewhere, I'm like, hey, and these comics are really like, you know, just if you're ever in town, come to this show. But like when you have your own show, it's like you have your own, you have something to offer. And that's what, right. It's like always have some, don't just take, take, take. Yeah, yeah. Just don't take, always give, like have something yeah. to offer. Like I love having all these shows because it gives people an opportunity to get in front of a crowd that they're not accustomed to. You know, like yeah. you do a lot of uh, Nashville. Come down to Murfreesboro. It's yeah, fun. They love it there. Yeah. And 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 I see that you guys like uh, will host out of town people too, like people coming yeah. through, and it's just great. Uh, the it expands the circle, you know, of like yeah, connections. And you, yeah, and you make these connections where you're like, oh, I'm in this person's town, or I'm about to go in this person's town. Let me hit them up, see if they have any connections to shows, and yeah, it just works it just out like that. Becomes reciprocal, right? But. It's nice because now you have comics like send other comics your way. True. To be like, hey, Matt books a lot of shows. Yeah. So now these other comics that I don't even know reaching out to me. And it's great just to have that connection. And I think just to have the ability to give comics coming into town that opportunity, even though I wish all the shows were like closer together. So I'm like, here's a three show run I can give you. Right. Instead, it's like, here's a sh- one show I can give you. If you stick around, you can catch one on Thursday. But still, that's quarterly. A, you can come to this. But that's one. a that's a that's not a a big gap. You know what I mean? And like, you have so many shows. Like, yeah. Four days. Is not oh, a lot but yeah. To, now, like, comedy bar straight. being seven nights a week. Like, I can't book all the. Other, I don't book all the other shows, but I can definitely recommend. I saw just some random guy at comedy bar last night. He said, "Hey, man, I was here Sunday too." And like, I guess I did the uh, mic nice. too, but like, he's on vacation. He's like, I love it here. <laughs> Dude, Sunday was fun. Was that the showcase? Uh, was that the Sunday? Yeah, I think so. That was fun. There was one there in particular like three weeks ago, I think, because they didn't do it the week before because of the 4th of July. And that one was like crazy energy. Dude, Dude it's... Like, just crazy. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Again, going back to saying... That on any given night, that thing could pop off. Yeah. And who would expect on a Sunday night to be just like packed and full energy in the crowd? That's one thing I, I, about hosting. Like I always feel like it's my fault on how the night goes. I don't do that. I, it's hard not to. It's just like because a lot of times, like I'll go up and it'll be hot. The room will be hot. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll go to the comics and he's like, hey, it's good room. It's good night. And it'll go good. Or I'll eat eat it on stage and just yeah. be like eh, I don't maybe I just need to just keep that shit to myself <laughs> that might be getting in the comics heads so I don't want to do that but I think that's anybody you know like I've seen hosts that like you know don't have the best intro or whatever but like 
It's oh, I'll come up with energy regardless. Yeah, you always have energy. It's not like you're sitting there like, sometimes like my set doesn't go as, I don't keep, like I always have an idea of what I want to do. Yeah. But then with like crowd work, you always kind of get kicked away from the plan. Yeah, sure. Especially and if you open like, that, where was open I? that up? You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with crowd, or with hosting, like if you can start out with crowd work, to lead into jokes, that's great. But sometimes that crowd work leads into a joke that you didn't intend to tell mm-hmm. on that set. Right, because it's and just now like, you're like oh, I can't connect it back to that at this point. I have to keep going with an old set. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, so I don't really want to work on that tonight. Kind of out there without a paddle. and like, Yeah, but you're doing it off the fly. You yeah, know. so it looks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of your own head. It's fine. <laughs> This podcast is ruining me, man. This is, I'm good at that. You know? no. <laughs> this is probably the easiest conversation I've had on a podcast. Really? Out of the multiple three that I've done. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Well, I'm the best three, so there you go. There you go. You're just an easy person to talk to. Uh, well, thanks, man. You give a person their platform to speak. Yeah. Well, that's what it's for. You know, it's yeah. like it's not about me. You know, it's like, I want to showcase you guys and girls, you know, because, like, this is the scene, man. You know, this is what's happening now in Nashville. You're producing a lot of shows now. Starting to. Trying. You, you got know. three? Two? I did, uh... Well, you got the I mic? I got three. I got the mic at the Underdog. I've got, uh... I just started, a all, uh, like, an all-star show there. Designed for people that... When's the mic at the Underdog? Uh, it's on Mondays. What time? 6.30. Yeah, 7. 6.30 signups? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Very selfish of me, but I wanted an early mic because I wanted to go to roast the host afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't been back to that since it's been back. Mark's been killing it as the host. You know what I mean? And, like, the thing is, like, I heard I the best turnout last week on my mic. I had, like, 24 people sign up. And wow. then I signed up, you know, it's a random drawing at roast host, and I went up 23rd. <laughs> So I got to sit through 45 comics of the uh, evening. And I ain't gonna lie, I spent most of the time hanging out with Bill in the other room for Third Coast. Not to yeah. be a bad That's person. what's great about Third Coast. I was like, you can get, it's not all in the room. Yeah, exactly. Like if you want to step out and just enjoy that moment and not get lost in like exactly. the... That's another thing. Like, if a mic gets real late and you're up late, you can really lose, like, the motivation yes. that you had going into yeah, it. Yeah, and nothing against the comics, but, like, anybody that listens and, you know, hosting a show or, like, hosting mics or anything, like, if you're, going, if you're putting 20-something people up, you get a little a little tired, you know, like, like it's uh, hard to pay attention. I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the, uh, the comedy bar open mic, that wheel, oh. and then they would do, like, the lightning round at the end. Do you remember that? The one-minute rounds? Round. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that because it was like we're in a time crunch. We need to be done by this time, so you need to hurry. That's right. And then like the last five minutes, we get one minute. And then there's comics that don't get to go up, and now they're mad at you. Yeah. And you're just like, ah. I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you brought that in because I wanted to ask you anyway. What's the deal with that? With that wheel? (laughs) With that wheel? What's up with the wheel? Is it even necessary? You know what I mean? Like, like. I'm not knocking the wheel. Just I think Mike got a uh, old Maryfield got no lights last night. Did he? Yeah. I mean, it's just funny that like it's hard enough to do what we do, and like they're like, "All right, now we're going to treat you even more like a sideshow show act." <laughs> oh, you haven't been in the tomato throw show, have you? Well, it was last night. That was the first one. I heard and, it went well. And unfortunately, I can't. I'll, well, fortunately or unfortunately, I can never make it because of Ultimate Com. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I heard it did go well. So the wheel, I was, I felt that way at first, 
I was like, oh, it's just. And again, but, this is this is I'm allowing certain some comics to I'm speaking for them. You know what I mean? No, I yeah, get I, the understand. Wheel. I understand. Because one thing that I don't like about the wheel is when you get bumped or you get one minute or like two minutes. Yeah, because like you signed up, you probably paid for parking at that point, mm-hmm. and then you only got two minutes or yeah. one minute. Whereas like I would get rid of that and put like more things like crowd work. Get more of those and more like yeah. alternative things to make it because like, like the show the crowd work I love because it's like it's something that you need to work on. When when I started going there when, when it was opened up on Thursdays, it terrified me, man. I was like, I, I can't have crowd work. I wasn't ready for it at all. I like I'm gonna freak out. It? I haven't got it yet, no. but like I'm ready now. Like I yeah. at least have like. That's the thing, though. Like, it'll I, throw enough you in reps it. under my belt to be comfortable to break that fourth wall a little bit. You know what I mean? But I like the. We need more of that, like challenging to the comics. Yes. Yeah. Not, like, not one minute. No. You know, that's just insulting. Yeah. <laughs> Although some people need one minute. I get it. <laughs> some people will do really well in one or two minutes and then end up getting like guest spots because they do so well uh, in one minute whereas so it's if not they have like, a longer set they might teeter off I get it okay so and, there is uh, a positive on the end of that too. I noticed that yeah so if anybody's discouraged and you do well in one minute it may lead to something greater in that moment it's going to suck and it's going to probably discourage you not to go back but also, if you do well in one minute, keep that set. Do you record? You record your set, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what else is one minute? Kill Tony. Ah, there it is, yeah. So if you can get up on a Kill Tony and kill in one minute, yeah. now you've got exposure. Exactly. Don't go up and do what I did. Don't do one minute of a four minute joke and be like, why did that go well? Like, yeah. oh, I don't know, because the first minute was all set up. Yeah. yeah. I should have never done that. Well, you know. But you, you got to learn the hard yeah. way sometimes. I was early on. I was like, I'm going to put my name in. And I did. But again, going back to making your own fun, like if you have one minute, just enjoy it. And like make it a thing. You know, mm-hmm. like the crowd, don't blame the crowd. Don't blame anything. You spun the wheel. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but blame I do, your, your I do agree. Like those, I think it should be six to three minutes. Three minutes is probably about the least amount of time you should get. Yeah. Uh, anything under that is yeah like you said a little insulting especially like if you're signing up you're going through the process yeah. and you're paying for parking yeah you're dealing with downtown stuff yeah you know, the headaches of downtown and then you get one minute like it hurts me like it's when I was hosting I'm sure. glad Shane's hosting now but like when I was hosting I was like I'm oh, sorry, I didn't realize. You know? I didn't realize Shane's the full the full time guy Shane now. is the host I was just filling in while he was oh downtown. I didn't know that yeah. oh, okay but uh, let, me, let me tell you my favorite uh comedy bar wheel story <laughs> maybe some people hate me for this but I thought it was the funniest thing in comedy I've ever seen it was when Connor was hosting the uh, open mic yeah or at least he was hosting that night and uh, he called Ronit up and uh, Ronit was going to the stage and she tripped right before she hit the stage yeah. she literally hit the stage right she yeah, fell man, down and everybody, everybody kind of like said ooh and like she, she's still trying to she just reaches up to the wheel to spin it from the ground and she spun it <laughs> and it landed on get bumped <laughs> oh man and it was that you couldn't was, write something better than it that it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in comedy 
And like, if Connor would have said, well, see you later, that would have sealed the deal for me. But Connor was too nice. Yeah. And he said, well, let's give her two minutes. Like, you know? get bumped. What I do is, like, I'll just bump him, but then bring him back up, later. Like, yeah. few people. I won't bump yeah. him all the way to the end. If he would have just leaned into it and said, well, also get out of here. have, like, 30 people there, dude. Yeah. That yeah. was so... That hits the lightning round. I like now that they have, like, a cap. I think it's 15 now. Yeah, and it gives everybody... That's why I would, like, I would take those and... I don't know what you would replace them with, though. Because if you had everybody hit one minute and it was 15 comics, it's 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, one thing I did want to say is like, I guess the comics that started up with me are me, Shane, Tanner, and Corey are the only ones that are left out of our group. Corey Knox? Yeah. Okay. But like these new group of uh, comics coming up, like they're so friggin' like supportive of each other. Mm. They're like the scene, dinner, like all of them. They're all, like, in a big group. Yeah, it's, like, a huge hangout for them. I love seeing it. You know, like, even in, like, Twin Kegs, they're, like, they get excited for each other, you yeah. know? And they're just, like, acquaintances, but they're, like, ah, you know, good set. Like, it's just a huge group of them. So, yeah. that's really good to see. You Like, because before, it's just kind of, not every man for themselves, but, like, it's very subgroups in a bigger group you know what I mean yeah for sure whereas like with them it's like they're all boys they're all boys and girls or whatever yeah so that's good to see and they're very accepting of like everybody coming in and I think that's good because at the end of the day like this city needs as much comedy as it can get Mm -hmm. and you know eventually if you're good or not good will weed itself out but I think at the open mic level like you need you know as many faces and opportunities you can have because it's just going to make the scene grow. Yeah. I mean, like, Mike Drew, you know, is fairly new and he's a great new comic now. That's another option for, like, when it comes to booking. Yeah. You know, like, when you came in, that's another option that comes to booking. Like, it's, we need new faces and a lot of times I feel like older comics or even newer comics get discouraged by, like, the amount of... People coming in, but it's like, dude, we all sucked at one point, you know. Everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. We just started sucking less. Yeah, and that only comes with time. So whenever they're like, oh, this person sucks, this person sucks, it's like, yeah, well, if they suck long enough, then they won't probably stick with it. They'll yeah. fade out just like the other ones do. But right, you, you know, I want them to get better. Me too. I always want everybody to get better. You know, like, dude, I ain't got a helmet on. <laughs> That's living. That's living. <laughs> oh, he just did a wheelie. He's doing a wheelie. With, the, with no helmet? With no helmet. What if he cracked his skull in the huge freaking pavement, dude? Then they'll, they'll confiscate this podcast for, like, evidence. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we heard it. We heard him splatter <laughs> on the asphalt. You guys made fun of him. <laughs> cracked a few jokes in there, like, cracked his head, like cracked his head. some jokes. Oh. All right, looks like uh, we're getting close to having to wrap up. I know uh, we got to go to the comedy bar. Yes, and sir. All this stuff tonight, baby. Uh, yeah, but before we get off, man, uh, tell good people where they can find you online, though. Oh, yeah. You can find me uh, on Instagram, at that Matt Taylor. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Matt Taylor. Good luck. Um, <laughs> I host a few shows around town. The second Monday of every month is Smokes and Jokes at Liquid Smoke in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Uh, quarterly, we have shows at Mayday Brewery called Comedy by the Pint. And this fall, we'll be bringing back Comedy by the Creek at that little secret farm. And then every Thursday, you can find me hosting 
Hot Nashville or Nashville Hot at uh, the Comedy Bar. And yeah, that's it. Hardest working man show business right there. Dude. Nah. One of Maybe them. the hardest working man in Murfreesboro. All right. Well, that'll work too, dude. Like, yeah. I applaud. I see what you're doing. I applaud it, man. Just keep it up. Uh, one last thing. I've been doing this lately. Uh, if you had a Mount Rushmore of comedy, who's your Mount Rushmore? Hmm. Like, my favorites, I would say uh, Dave Chappelle. That's who I grew up on. Oh, yeah. Uh, is my number one, just because he's one of those people that can make you laugh and think, which I think is like a huge obstacle. Or I think that's like what a lot of comics go for is like you not only want to make it funny, but you always want to make it, you know, something that makes you be like, oh, that's a good point too. Right. And it's like, funny. He's like, he's and like, he's, our, one of, he's like our George Carlin, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him, uh, man, him, Bill Burr, and Rory Scope. And you get one more. Oh, one more? Yeah. Oh. I love it. Like, all There's the comics are like, yeah, Mount I love Rushmore. It. Like, yeah. uh, 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 Tanner. Do you even know like who's 18. on Mount? I don't even know who's on Mount Rushmore. Know. It's presidents, right? That's Maybe. Lincoln. Is Frank on Mount Rushmore, though? Uh, Washington. I can't remember the fourth guy. All right, so the fourth one. It might be Frank. Mm. I bet it's Andrew Jackson. I bet Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Jackson is definitely my fourth one. Fourth comic? <laughs> yeah. That mean old bastard. Uh, probably Michelle Wolf. Boom. There it is. Fucking phenomenal joke then, writer. All right, Matt. Let's uh, put on some deodorant and get out of here. All right. That's a good way to end it. Hell yeah. <laughs> See you, dude. See you, bud. guys and gals another episode in the bag man appreciate matt for hanging out with us and appreciate you for hanging out with the badum ching with carl now on most platforms apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, pandora appreciate you guys always and check us out next week because we're going to keep on turning them out uh i'd mentioned the patreon thing um still got to find the time to make all these extra videos and clips for my rowdies, man. And once it's out there, uh, we'll see how it goes. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, as always, if you guys any got any comments or questions, uh, just shoot me an email. CR3comedy at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, CR3comedy. Uh, and that's all I have right now. So my rowdies, until next time, see you later. <laughs>